Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Productions Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. Left episode 118, a we left for the February 5th weekend. Yippee! Yeah, I'm uh, Ryan Bull. Across the table for me is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? I'm actually really good. F- feeling really, really well today. February is your month as opposed to January. Yes. I like a February day that's 77 degrees out. I had to put on my AC on the way over here, my car. Wow. It's hot out there. I know. Sweating. Uh, we're recording this on Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, the groundhog did not see a shadow, so spring comes early. Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. No, if he sees a shadow. Uh, I don't know. It was bright and sunny out there. How did he not see a shadow? What is he? I, I don't know. I'll, I'll <laughs> ask him before our next show. Is he nearsighted? I'll, I'll check out the interview they did with him. Puxatawney Phil. The, the post-game analysis. So we've got three movies coming out this three weekend. Three big movies. I, can, I know you're excited about one of them, and that is Hail Caesar. Ethan... And Joel hey. Cohen's newest film. Hail Caesar. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought it was named something else. Wait. Hail Caesar is a movie with Paul or uh, Anthony Michael Hall. I thought this was named something else. Huh. All right. Hail what, Caesar. What did you think this movie was named? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're right. It's Hail Caesar. It's right here in my notes. Hail Caesar. I'm really looking forward to this movie. <laughs> Uh, like I said, this is from the directors, Joel and Ethan Cohen, famous for doing No Country for Old Men, which they won Best Picture for. They've also done comedies like Hudsucker, Proxy, Raising Arizona, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, amongst mm-hmm. many others. Mm-hmm. And this is their return to screwball comedy. I guess. I haven't watched the trailer. I'm trepidatious, if that's even the word. I love the Cohen brothers. Mm-hmm. They're probably my favorite working filmmakers. I think yours might be Tarantino. Yeah, I'd say Tarantino. Mine's the Coens. And I, I'm kind of scared. Scared about Hail Caesar. Well, this well, is... one, I couldn't even remember the title. Yeah. Uh, this movie is set in the 1950s. It's following a Hollywood fixer who's working for Capitol Pictures. And he cleans up all sorts of problems in the industry. You mm-hmm. know, saves actors who have fallen off their wagon from being photographed by the press. It's like Ray Donovan. Like yeah. All right. Yeah, a lot like that show. Um. But one of their studio stars disappears, and he has to go track him down. Stars George Clooney, Josh Brolin, Channing Tatum, Scarlett Johansson, among many, many other big-name actors. Yeah. It's got a nice cast. It does. It looks good. So what scares you about it? You like Hollywood. I don't know. You like the director. You mm. like a lot of the people in this film. I don't I don't think it'll be a bad movie as far as bad movies go. I mean, it was not, it's probably going to be a very good movie. Technically, it might even be pretty funny. But it might be my least favorite of the Coen's brothers movies. The Coen brother movies. Because these are the things. There's a lot of negatives. February release is one thing. That kind of screws me. It's Generally, a- like even uh, the last Coen brother movie uh, was... Um, Late December. Yeah. It was out for award season. So yeah. they kind of skipped award season. That's kind of scary. PG-13. That scares me with a Coen brothers film. I think the last one was Lady Killers. And that one wasn't that great. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou was PG-13. That was pretty good. 
Raising Arizona, PG-13, that was pretty good. True Grit, PG-13. Yeah, but that's they're working in a different element there in terms of genre. Okay, so you're just talking comedies there, PG-13. Yeah. I, and, I mean, I like Lady Killers. A lot of people don't. Raising Arizona is one of my favorite films. So, the Clooney factor. Clooney may have, I don't know, jumped his own shark. He seems a little muggy. He's, he's always muggy in these films. Which, it, it, it could be fine, but I think the Coens pulled that out of him. Except I just saw Burn After Readings playing on HBO. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that movie originally when it came out. I saw it with my parents, and it's got some weird sexual things going on. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a 35-year-old man sitting there watching the movie. And then this weird sexual thing happens. It's kind of strange. But that movie really holds up. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I, I like it quite a bit. It's probably one of the more underrated Coen Brother films. The other thing is, this is a musical, though. Hail Caesar musical. Or at least has musical overtones. Their last film did, Inside Lewin Davis, and you really like yeah, that. it's true. And Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. I don't know. Hasn't been screened for critics yet. It did open at the 2016 Berlin Film Festival, though. Then why aren't we seeing any critic response to it? Because we can't read German. We can translate. There's a Google <laughs> translator. I don't know. I'm excited about this film. I think the Coen brothers don't care about the awards show stuff. I mean, they know that their films have a certain audience that they're going to go reach. All right. So Fair enough. I- I'm looking forward. I think this is going to be on the show next week. We're going to do a review of it. Yeah, I think we should review it. I'm definitely going to see it. So. Now then, last week we did promise to review Jane Got a Gun, which we saw, and then we've decided not to do that for next week. Yeah, that week's was show. horrible. Yeah, uh, we'll tell you later on in the show what we're going to yeah. review instead. Um, also coming out this weekend is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, this is uh, directed by Burr Steers. Mm-hmm. Last movie, big movie he did was Igby Goes Down, 2002. He did 17 again in Charlie St. Cloud. Yeah, but no one's ever heard of those. I'm saying the last good movie. Okay. Maybe Charlie St. Cloud is sort of operating in the same realm as Igby Goes Down. But they're they're both sort of like mm, quirky comedy. Mm-hmm dramedy sort of movies this is a mixed mashup of victorian literature and uh i guess monsters i guess they're called smashables yeah this uh, is a thing mm -hmm. you knew this was a thing in literature yeah i I remember when this book came out there's also one like with sea monsters (laughs) sense and and sensibilities yeah and sea monsters all right, well, before we get into that, I actually have, because I want to read you some titles, and I want you to tell me which is not a, a legitimate title. Okay. Uh, but before we get into that, this movie stars Lily James, who you loved in Cinderella. And I love that she's starring in this. And uh, Lena Also Down Abbey. So, I mean, this I, is I the, don't know per- it's the perfect crossover. Because the Cinderellas are like the zombies, it's, and it's the Down Abbey are like Sense and Sensibility? Cinderella's a little pre- Pride and Prejudice, Pride and Prejudice down at Abbey's a little after. I mean, she's hitting all of the big time periods for British literature. Fair enough. Lena Headley's in this. Yeah. Love her from Game of Thrones. And 300. Or Hetty. I said, I always put an L in there. I feel like there should be another L in her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Smith, he was in Terminator Genesis. He's playing Mr. Collins. Also probably best known for playing the 11th Doctor in the Doctor Who series. So you're kind of looking forward to this too. Oh, yeah. Written by, uh, well, screenplay was by, uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't have it written down here, strangely, but I know that the original novel was Jane Austen <laughs> and Seth Graham Smith, who wrote Am- uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. I didn't know that. I thought that was a graphic novel. 
originally? I, I don't know. I know it was directed by the same guy who did the Wanted movie, this crazy Russian guy. Okay. Uh, this movie had Natalie, Aport- Natalie Portman attached to it for a number of years. She stayed on as executive producer, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of other big names that wanted to get involved in this picture. It's got a lot of Hollywood buzz about it. It's, uh, it's highly rated on IMDb. Uh, Natalie Portman's lost some of her luster for me because of Jane Got a Gun. So her name being attached to the movie doesn't make me any more excited than I would have been before, and that, which I'm not. But she's always been very respected as an actress and yeah. having very good taste and that she got excited about doing a zombie movie really before zombie movies got big. And especially big names doing zombie films. It, it, I mean, for a long time, it was if you're going to be in a zombie film, you're a pretty much no-name actor. You're trying to break into Hollywood. Oh, I thought zombies were the thing. The Walking Dead, World War Z, and all that. Yeah, she was into that. She was into this movie before any of that stuff got oh. big. Wow, so, so this has been in production for a while. Yeah, before Bill Murray did Zombieland. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, so... All right, so basically the plot is in 19th century, a mysterious plague turns the English countryside into a war zone against zombies. The dead come back to life to terrorize the land. And then the heroines of Pride and Prejudice come out and fight them with ninja stars and Swords. nunchucks and stuff it's like that. It's going to be awesome. And there are explosions. Yeah, there seems like there's some explosions. Where I wonder where they get the ordinance for that. This looks like a lot of popcorn fun. All right, so which of these titles is not a thing? This is apparently the big thing, the mashup thing. All right, so you got Sense and Sensibilities and Sea Monsters. Android Corinida. <laughs> uh, Little Vampire Women. Mansfield Park and Mummies. The Meow Morphosis. Or, and the last one is Jude the Obscure Werewolf. Meow Metamorphosis. The Meow Morphosis? That would be my guess. <laughs> no, that's one, that's a thing. Gregor Samsa awoke one morning after disturbing dreams to find himself transformed into a cuddly little kitten. <laughs> That's how it begins. That's actually a thing. No, it's Jude the Obscure Werewolf. I made that one up. Oh, That's yeah. good. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, the rest of them are things. They're all books. They're out there. They could be the next thing in movies. I'm very excited. Uh, what I'm not excited about is this last film that's coming out this weekend. You're not going to choose to go to this one? Yeah, The Choice. This is from director Ross Krantz, who I liked his last film, Adult Beginners, a lot. But I'm not looking it. forward yeah. to this. Uh, this is a Nicholas Sparks novel. It came out in 2007. They've turned it into a film. It stars Benjamin Walker, who played Abraham Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Ooh, there's a connection there. Yeah, uh, He was also in... In the Heart of the Sea, and the stars uh, as the love interest, Teresa Palmer, who was most recently the love interest in Point Break. She was also the love interest in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. So now she's the love interest in the Nicholas Sparks (laughs) novel-turned-movie. Travis and Gabby first meet as neighbors in a small coastal town and wind up in a relationship that is tested by life's most defining events. What, What are life's most defining events? He has to make a choice. Oh, you're going back to the title. Yeah, yeah. But in your life, it's got to be, it's tied to, it's got to be geography, right? Or like where you go to college. No, these are like life events, sudden and tragic. Who's has, everybody has life events, like life's most defining events. She she gets sick. Let's say that. Oh, yeah, I assume that she's going to get sick. Yeah. The trailer hints at what happens, which apparently in the book happens halfway through. You think the trailer makes it look like it's going to happen the last 15 minutes. He's got to pull the plug or not? You want me to ruin this? <laughs> no, but it's the choice. 
life's events. I mean, you could ruin if you've read the sub. Well, you've already ruined it. I've for actually the watched. Oh, okay. My guess is he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. There's a miraculous comeback. Well, the nice thing is apparently some Nicholas Sparks movies that were once novels, the plot gets changed and the opposite happens. Oh, so so maybe he does pull the plug this time. Wait, so Teresa Palmer stars as Gabby Holland. Uh Benjamin Walker stars as Travis Parker. I think you can switch the role and the actors around and you can still have the same movie. I could say Gabby Holland stars as Teresa Palmer, right? Yeah, they both have very Hollywoodish names. You know who else is in this is Tom Wilkinson. I like old Tom Wilkinson. Top five character actor? Mm, sure. Um, but he seems out of place here. Yeah, I mean, this it, this will do well. It's coming out a week before Valentine's Day. People will go watch this. And I think it's smart that it's coming out this weekend because the guys are going to make a deal with their dates. I'll go watch The Choice this weekend if next weekend. You go watch Deadpool. Oh, you think? No. I do. All right. That's that's Fair my enough. theory. Um, I think that Benjamin Walker guy looks incredibly old and creepy looking in those trailers. He, he seems like a good old southern boy. Ugh, he seems creepy. I don't know. So uh, it, it'll, it'll do fine. Is your wife going to pull you this? She's not too big on the Nicholas Sparks movies. I mean, right. She loves The Notebook, but I think the rest of the movies have gone down in her opinion with each subsequent one it seems like we're getting about one movie a year from nicholas sparks huh in fact he started his own production company just to take his novels and turn them into movies i gotta admire that i mean there's a market out there oh yeah i mean getting my money uh, of these three which one are you most interested in hail caesar the other ones i don't care at all about all right I'm uh, interested to see whether or not Sentence or uh, uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies becomes a, a big thing, like the mashup thing. Um, but only vaguely. Like, I never saw the Vampire Slayer, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. And I've seen the trailer for this movie, and it doesn't do anything for me. Like, there's nothing in it that I find attractive. Well, you're not much for these popcorn movies. No, that's true. Lots of senseless action. It seemed like that movie that you dragged... Uh, the Megastar 2 a few years ago. You both Sucker enjoyed. Punch? Yeah, that's what it reminded me oh, of. Oh, I love punch. me some Sucker Punch. If so. it if it is a tenth of what Sucker Punch is, I'm going to love it. Fair enough. So Good luck. All right. Uh, if you're staying home, though, this weekend, you can go by the Redbots and pick up Bridges Spies. Ooh. It's the Best Picture nominated film starring Tom Hanks, directed by Steven Spielberg. It's uh, set in the Cold War. Uh, Tom Hanks' character plays a lawyer, and he has to set up a uh, prisoner exchange between America and the USSR. Fun. It's gotten really highly praised by the critics. I'm going to watch it this weekend so that oh, we can so. review it on next week's show. We're going to be reviewing all of the Best Picture nominees. Oh, you're going to run out to your red box and get yourself a Bridge of Spies. Yep. Looking forward to it. I was going to go last weekend and watch it in theaters. I just... Lost wow. track of time. You could probably still watch it in there some yeah. places. So. Spielberg mailing it in. I don't know. I, I haven't. I, I I shouldn't comment on it. All right, but we will be reviewing yeah, it next week. Uh, like I said, we'll be doing all eight nominees. All right. So what you got for the streaming picks? Well, it, this is a pick that was made in reference to our, uh, I guess, in honor of the upcoming Oscar snub. I feel. I think you agree with me that the film of the year was Sicario. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even nominated for the Best Picture, while some slighter movies were. Stanley Kubrick was known for being shunned by the Academy. And he's had 
several movies that were not nominated. Among them, Full Metal Jacket, which is playing on Netflix right now. Ooh, good pick. This is actually uh, first this month. So it opens this month. So if it's not on yet, it'll be on soon. I think maybe February 2nd or 4th. Um, and it's his treatise on war. It's actually almost like two movies together. It's the training montage at the beginning and then the effects of war at the end. It's, pra- it's about a pragmatic U.S. Marine played by Matthew Modine who observes the dehumanizing effects of the Vietnam War and uh, the brutal camp boot camp training that uh, preceded it. Directed by Stanley Kubrick, written by Stanley Kubrick along with Gustav Hasford and a couple of other people. Stars R. Lee Ermey as Gunny Sergeant Hartman and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Private Leonard Gomer Pyle. Do you know what his last name is? D'Onofrio? Didn't no, no, no. The, ca- the character. Gomer Pyle? Yeah, but that's the nickname they give him. I don't know. What, I don't remember. Leonard Lawrence. Lawrence uh, is his last name. He's great in the film, and you can definitely see why they picked him to be a kingpin in Daredevil. Yes, he's, he's pulling out some of the same characteristics. The deep, dark psychology. Uh, this movie is gripping mm-hmm. and intense and Everything that Sicario is maybe a little bit more violent than Sicario. I don't know. Kubrick's most violent movie, I think. Could Even be. more violent than Apocalypse Now. Could be. It's but that's uh, Francis Ford Coppola's take on uh, the Vietnam War. So this is like an answer to the Vietnam War. And a lot of people felt that uh, they were kind of Vietnam Warred out by the time this rolled around in 1987. And that's why it wasn't nominated. But Kubrick's movies like uh, The Shining was not nominated for a Best Picture. 2001, not nominated for a Best Picture. Clockwork Orange, not nominated for a Best Picture. And our movie this week, uh, Sicario. We're going to be not talking about this. Our uh, film of the year. Yeah. Podcast film of the year. Uh, good good pick for Amazon the Amazon Prime pick of the week. So, and so, okay, moving on. Amazon. Oh, Amazon. What's the Amazon pick? Netflix, you said, was Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Amazon Prime pick of the week is uh, Mask of Zorro. This is... Catherine Zeta-Jones, Antonio Bandales, and Anthony Hopkins in uh, 1984, no, 1998, mm-hmm. 1998 movie <laughs> about Zorro. It's a, rock, a rollicking romp through Western tropes and a swashbuckling sort of movie set in, uh, I think, the border of the United States and Mexico, and it deals with, uh, you know, the famous Zorro. The original superhero. Yeah, I think so. He, he is the template that Batman was built upon. Yeah, Batman and all of those. Uh, they, super, yeah, they rip him off yeah. completely. Yeah, he's he's the world's uh, oldest graffiti artist. It's a fun movie, and Anthony Hopkins movie. does not care a bit in this film. He hams it up. I love his acting in this. And that's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. I like it. Yep. Um. So. Uh, before we do the rundown, we need to give thanks to our new announcer, Mr. John Anderson. Thank you, Mr. Anderson. He does some wonderful voiceover work for us, and if you'd like him to help you with your project, you can email him at hawkoneman at yahoo.com. Ooh, he's like a superhero, too. Yeah, that's hawk, the number one, and then man with two N's okay. at yahoo.com. Right. Yeah, so we thank that's you, way to make it super uh, Mr. Easy to Anderson. Get, get, get some emails. Sorry. And we'll have a link to his email address in the show notes as well. Uh, So the rundown, there are three movies coming out this weekend. We're both in for Hail Caesar. We'll be reviewing it next week on the show. Also coming out is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. 
and the Nicholas Sparks novel turned movie The Choice. I'm saying head by the Red Box, pick up Bridges Spies, and you're saying if you're doing streaming, go watch Full Metal Jacket on Netflix, or if you got Amazon Prime, go watch Mask of Zorro. On episode 119, we're going to be reviewing Sicario, the movie we both agreed is last pick for the film of 2015. So thank you for joining me, uh, Richard. <laughs> thank you, sir. There be dragons. Hoxit Bodum.